0: and welcome back to the cover chats podcast if you're new here hi welcome i'm your podcast host molly it's amazing to have you here um a little bit about cover chats i want you to feel as if you're going for a coffee or a drink with a friend you always end up talking about something deep funny meaningful or seeking advice and i want this to be the platform where you sit with myself and my guests and you can feel as if you're part of that conversation so yeah let's get into this week's episode Time for copper chats. Let's do this. week's guest by a training at a class gym that I used to go to and from the moment I walked down the stairs on the gym's launch and spotted it across the other side of the room I knew we were going to be friends in actual fact I knew we were going to be more than just friends and we kind of like I felt this connection straight away, like, and I was just like, we're the same fucking person. Um, Once we started chatting, and the more I got to know our guest today, I realised she was more than someone who just made me do 15% inclines on that treadmill and burping my life to hell, but actually someone's opinion and advice that I love to seek, and I also just like love to go for general chats with. So yeah, Vic, welcome to the podcast. Hi, hon. (laughs) It's amazing to have you here thank you very much for having me. <laughs> so yeah, first off, let's introduce you to the old podcast listeners and either your first memory of us together. Like what was your first like initial like thought? This is when she frigging thinks I was a bitch. Um, <laughs> or like one of your favourite memories of us together. Um, so first of all, my name is
1: Vic. Um, I'm a personal trainer and life coach. Um, basically... My first memory of you is just in tribe, just general (laughs) chit-chats, me and Jess would be behind the desk and it was just, to be fair, I think it's more your smile more than anything. Honestly, you were just like, as soon as you walked in the room, just brightened everything up. It was just, yeah, that instant connection again. I don't think I've had
0: that with like many people, to be fair. I know. Hi, babe. I love that. (laughs) Love you. Um, I actually remember that as well, like walking, because obviously those stairs were like, yeah, it was like the grand God, entrance, wasn't such it? such <laughs> a grand entrance. Like, everyone could see you and you could see everyone as well. Yeah. But I actually just remember it, it being you and Jess behind the desk. Yeah. And I was like... I was like, no, this girl is a Who's vibe. this fellow, who's this we fellow blonde? We need friends. <laughs> I remember being like, she's got a great friend. Thanks, <laughs> Jess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that's how we kind of, like, started our journey. And then since then like obviously I've got to know you more on like a personal level rather than just you being like Molly you can do more than this you can be in the red zone babes no I don't want to be in the red zone bit getting a shout out on the mic every week (laughs) you know I was you know I was (laughs) um but that's kind of why I wanted to bring you here today I wanted to speak about the whole gym culture Mm -hmm. um I feel like through the years it's kind of gone a little bit in a toxic manner mm. um and I kind of want to discuss that and delve into that and see what your yeah. thoughts are obviously you working in that industry in mm-hmm. that space and what you think is important maybe going forward um with the whole gym and life coaching and etc cetera, etc cetera. um so yeah Beautiful. So, Sounds good. right now when why did you why did you start let's start off there why did you start wanting to be a wanting to be a PT and So I think I'm
1: um, my kind of fitness journey stemmed from like obviously dancing. Yeah. We're both from that performer background are so I think yeah. it all stemmed from there. Like my mum did like um Rosemary Connolly classes like back in the day, like the big perms and that. the the literal like little sweat <laughs> yeah, band, leg warmers, light. Like, I Lycra. Still think
0: that's what people Class, like, people who don't know dance, I feel yeah. like that's how they still class, like... Oh, yeah. That's how we're dressing every time we 100%. go to
1: dance class. So I think there's always been, like, the whole dance and fitness in, like, my whole childhood, my whole yeah. background. Um, Then from... I went to college to do dance, and I think from there, the next option was to either go to university to do dance yeah. or to get a job and, like, step into the real world. Um obviously now I know that like with the whole ADHD thing that learning just wasn't really my forte yeah like in my dance background it was very much like triple distinctions like amazing performances but then when it came to like written work yeah. and that whole side of learning I just wasn't it just wasn't for me
0: you just weren't focusing on that. no
1: so I kind of decided that university wasn't the option and I think dance going into fitness that's probably the next best thing yeah. Um, so for me I went into like the whole zumba aerobics <laughs> like I got my I got my gym instructor and then I got my exercise to music um and I just went from there really like my classes have always been like my main focus yeah. um hence why I'm still at tribe because it still gives me that fix it's like still got that performer
0: yeah, kind it does. Of mentality oh, 100% you've got to keep that class running yeah. and I've been in there in some dates um <laughs> i think dude, everybody has them <laughs> hungover included but you were like molly you need to get a yes. seventh workout in this week you need to get that t-shirt picture yeah, like, <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> absolutely but i think that kind of gave me that performer fix yeah and then i went into pt in um basically my whole childhood has been based around like how i looked mm-hmm. how i felt comparing my body to other people's yeah. i didn't necessarily look like the girls in school everybody else was like straight up straight down and i was like Moved curvy up. big ass like and Moved. now these days i've like yeah hey, i'm got- <laughs> like hell yeah i've got a big booty but back in the day because it was so different to everybody else yeah. i hated Terrified. hated 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 my shape yeah um and i wanted to fix that um and I wanted to help other women do the same. So it's kind of like now I base my business around like food freedom. Because I've struggled with like binge eating and stuff in the past. Yeah. Um, body positivity. Because now like growing up and like 15 years ago if you'd have told me that like everybody's shape is different. Mm. You just got to work with what you've got. All I wanted to do was change the way that I looked, all I wanted to do was change my body and now I'm like what, like looking back at that mentality I'm like you poor poor girl because, and I think a lot of people did struggle with the same mm. thing but silently so yeah I think that's kind of why I got into it, just to help people step into like themselves like be authentic and be who you are own what you've got and don't worry about what you haven't got. It's not about the lack. It's about how much more can you gain. Yeah. So like strength, confidence, body positivity, freedom to just be
0: your fucking self. A hundred percent. And when you speak about then about you wanted to change, and you think that it was also people having that thought, probably from themselves, mm. but more like reserved. Yeah. Um. Was there anything like outside factors that made you? want to change was there like magazines Was the tv shows was there was there anything yeah. re- also adding to that for you I think subconsciously probably yeah um but for me
1: mainly it was like I said before my mum always did like fitness classes as like her second job yeah um and she owned a dancing school for years so I think I was just surrounded by women um but also like with the fitness Classes with my mum. I remember being in like a school hall. She always, mm. always used to do it in like a church or a school hall or something. And there would literally be she'd be sat at the front of the hall, and there would be a line of like middle-aged women,
0: yeah.
1: literally lining up in the middle of the room, waiting to reach my mum at the front, who had a scales. Oh wow! And it's told screaming them, yeah, world. <laughs> yeah, it was it was Slimming World basically, but you did a fitness class instead of like the whole let's sit around and chat about. Yeah. Whether I've shit a pound this week, do you know yes. what I mean? Like, oh god! But it was kind of that. But then they would all like get into like a big group and yeah. do a fitness class, and yeah. that side of things can really relate to, like, really get on board with it. But the whole weighing people, she used to have like a pound. She used to have like a a big. Sorry, just let like the
0: train go past. There we go. She she used to have like a big
1: yellow lump
0: of oh, wax wow. that, exem- that resembles yeah that.
1: and she used to be like parading <laughs> in front of these i mean my mum at the time didn't know any better yeah and we've had conversations about it now but i've seen this from probably the age of like seven when your body's not, not necessarily be no that. no yeah. not necessarily my body wasn't starting to change at that point But those beliefs are already instilled by the time that my body did start to change. So, yeah, they'd be like, this is a pound of fat. This is what you lose when you step on a scale. And I'm like, now I'm like, mum, it's water (laughs) retention. (laughs)
0: Just have some more
1: liquid. (laughs) Like, we all know now that you can literally go to the toilet in the morning.
0: Oh, yeah. Come
1: off. Like, if you weighed yourself before and after your morning wee. Yeah. Like it would be different. It one crumb in the mouth. Yeah, different. Yeah, and at night, completely yeah. different. But I think I just had these beliefs already instilled in me from watching my mum initially help these women. Yeah, of course. Like yeah. lose weight and but I have I've, fun. With I've the never. Dancing yeah, I've never. Growing up, I never heard any woman. Whether it's my family, my friends, anyone, even in the media, say like I love my body, yeah. I am proud yeah. of the way that I look. Wherever I looked, there was people who wanted to change, who were on like fad diets, restricting themselves. Like it the was everywhere. I was this, and now yeah. I'm this, and how? Like I got you to that. opened a magazine when you were fifteen, and it was how to lose ten pounds yeah. in ten days, and it's like it was.
0: the regular thing that you were surrounded by it's just mental so how do you think that's got now like you were speaking about yourself being like a seven Mm. year old and you were going through that um let's talk about this generation's youth let's say um obviously when we were younger um social media wasn't really Mm a thing. Thank the Lord. <laughs> like I was of the age where everything kind of just started getting introduced. Like, mm. oh Snapchat was introduced and then Instagram was introduced. So it wasn't there from the moment I went to high school or yeah. the moment I was in primary school. Um whereas now for people like First of all, like we were so there. lucky that we didn't have So that. lucky. So so But lucky. we still
1: had the struggles that we had, even yeah. though social media wasn't a thing. Exactly.
0: So how do you think it is now? Now that social media is yeah. thing, do you think it could have, do you think it is worse? I honestly feel so
1: bad for that generation because, like I said, like we still had those struggles and we didn't have all of that to kind of, we all just had magazines or people yeah. on the telly or, um, but yeah, I think it has massively changed the game. Even for me now as like a 31 year old woman, mm. I still find myself looking through and I'm like, oh my God, she looks insane. Yeah and I'm like Vic just because she looks insane doesn't mean that you were that puts any dampener on who you are and what, what your body achieved. does for you and yeah. what you've achieved um, but I think it's I all the time hear conversations of like my friends will be like oh my god have you seen such and such a body on Instagram she looks incredible I wish I looked like that and when I hear yeah those words come out of people's mouths I'm like babes You're so worth like 10 times of what that influencer or. Do you know what I mean? I I just think it's such a sad statement to say, like, I wish I had her body. Like, you're more than welcome to say she looks incredible, but it doesn't take anything off yourself. Like, I don't like the fact that people are actively saying, I wish I looked like her. Like, she's goals, like, she's this, she's that. Like, yeah, she can be incredible, whoever she is, but it's all about like, well, what about your fucking self? Like, say something nice about yourself. And I just don't think there's enough of that because of social media. We're so hyper-fixated on what we could look like or what we could have or what we don't. Again, it's like the lack. Yeah. It's the lack of self when actually it's like, just flip it around, but there's none of that conversation happening at the moment. And I think that's what I'm so fixated on with my coaching. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so let's journal about it. Let's talk about it. Let's open and invite a conversation of, well, what about you? Because there's just not enough of that at the minute.
0: I just feel like it's constantly there. There's it's in not, your face all the time, isn't it? Escape, there's no, there?
1: there's no rest from it.
0: Like TikTok especially. Mm if you've been searching those type of videos or you've been watching them for longer mm-hmm. or liking and saving yeah. your for you page is then gonna oh. generate every single video mm-hmm. pretty much to be in that space yes
1: and i think sometimes like that happened with me on instagram a couple of well so at the beginning of this year i was i'm very much into like self-development and how can i be a better person and all that sort of stuff but because obviously when you're searching for that and you're watching all these videos on social media it then will generate all this other stuff that's very much like it on your for you page there's so much noise that I just got very overwhelmed and completely like deleted the app for like two weeks yeah and that's the first time I've ever done that I've never had a social media break because I don't necessarily think I'm constantly consuming it yeah through choice, through, like, I've had to make myself like that, but I just had to delete the app because I was like, there's so much noise and it's making me feel overwhelmed and my mental health is on the floor. And I was like, no, like, I'm wise enough now to think, to notice it and think, no, you need to set that boundary for yourself. But I don't think a lot of people do do that.
0: I was going to say, like, how do you think, let's say, these young teens young 20 year old i feel like that's when it hits about like oh i need to go that's when it hit for me anyway like when i was when i went first year of uni Mm -hmm. um everything was great like i i really enjoyed how i looked Mm -hmm. and how i felt and then second year uni 19 something just switched a switch just took over yeah and um it was all the names under the sun like I thought like I was a, a whale, I was fat, no one's ever going to like me. Do you know and where those point, beliefs came from? I don't fully. I think it was kind of maybe going back to childhood of I was in a, like a huge group when mm-hmm. I was younger, but I got bullied because of my weight. Right. Um so I think that's always stuck with me. Um and then Towards the back end of first year, I started getting more of like a group of friends at uni, mm. mixture of guys and girls. Yeah. And I don't know if it triggered something of, mm. oh, I've been in this situation before. And like I got like pushed out of the group through bullying right. about my weight, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but it also got to a point where there was certain people around me that weren't speaking nicely about how they looked. And yeah, it gets a lot. I'm a very positive person. Yeah. And when you're trying to be so be yeah. and um, keep them going it then starts to yeah get to a point where it also brings you down and i think i, I always think that
1: because i think like some of my clients are like oh I'm like they, i don't like this about myself i don't like that about myself and i'm like babes my thighs are 10 times bigger than yours so what the hell do you think about mine <laughs> yeah but true. most of the time yeah. they don't people like, will be like oh. you've got amazing thighs yeah. i'm like well so what the you. fuck is wrong with yours then yeah absolutely nothing But you internalise it. Yeah. I can remember a girl, this is really random, but a girl at work once said, oh yeah, I shaved my arms the other day because some guy at the pub said that I had really hairy arms. That happened to a girl I went to. And I looked down at mine and I thought, hun, I've got (laughs) hairier arms than you babes. (laughs) And I went home and shaved my arms because mine were hairier than hers and she shaved her arms. So I was like, fuck that,
0: I'm shaving mine. I think it also got to that point for me as well alcohol became mm. a huge thing i hid yeah. behind and to the point of blocking out like i didn't want to be in my mm. own thoughts so i just drink and drink and drink second year as well was also the year like i had a bit more like i don't know like male attention mm. i don't know and i've i was kind of like oof and then from Feel there it's exposed, actually kind of maybe. like it's kind of like stuck so that was me going through that not necessarily when TikTok was even really a huge mm, thing. I'm not a TikToker. Um, I think I'm a little bit too Yeah. Maybe I'm
1: a bit too old for the TikTok. That
0: didn't even that wasn't even really a it, well, it wasn't even a thing when no. I was at uni. So when I think about like young people now, mm. like around those ages and like going through their because that's when I feel like a lot of people's mm. I wanna get healthy, I wanna go to the gym, I wanna look yeah. good and feel good. I feel like that's when it kind of starts, when you like starting yeah. to get into adulthood um what do you think social media has done do you think it's ruined like the gym culture or made people frightened in a certain way or do you think it's made people be like oh my god if they're going to the gym if all these people are going to the gym i need to go to the gym or like what do you think it's done do you think it's been a damaging thing or a good thing or both i think there's pros and cons to it i
1: think for educational purposes great yeah i think for inspirational purposes yeah i agree great with that. Mm. but like i said before there's so much noise and there's also a lot of false information out there
0: yeah coming from people that aren't necessarily qualified
1: yeah. in what they what they're talking about um
0: but then people look at the person that it is and the body and this yeah. and the other and they're like yeah, look at them. They know what they're the
1: talking about. Body image definitely sells, and I think that's why I struggled in my first couple of years in business because I wasn't necessarily the body type, and that's always been the case. Yeah, no matter what I've done in my life, I've never quite looked like I fit in. Um, like when I was a dancer, I was five foot, I was curvy. Mm-hmm. They it was back in the day was
0: horrific on me. It
1: was back in the day where they would line you all up and just literally get rid of you, based on what you looked like, that did horrible things for my self-esteem. I was never good enough. Mm. Before they'd even seen me dance, mm. I wasn't good enough. And I think, yeah, it's just, it's pros and cons. Um, I think there's a lot of false information out there, and people
0: buy into it.
1: buy into it just based on what someone looks like.
0: Which is really not
1: necessarily what they know they're just believing exactly what has been said based on oh well she's got a big bum so I can get one in six weeks with that program that they're selling me there's no way like mm. six years then come back to me <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah. like six hard years of graft yeah. then come back to me but six weeks on the booty program with booty bands yeah. It's it's not going to happen so I think there's a lot of false advertising out there as well so that people can generate an income which is another subject that so actually really grinds my gears but, mm. um, yeah, I have i didn't necessarily look like a PT that was going to necessarily get people the physique that they wanted because I didn't have that physique, if that makes sense. Like, I didn't have washboard apps. Yeah. Obviously got the big bum now. But, but it's took those six years. Yeah, it's took those six years, you know. <laughs> Hard graft. Um, yeah, I think the cons of it sometimes outweigh the good. Yeah. But it depends how you use social media.
0: Yeah, I agree. It
1: def- You've got to be able to audit, like fine-tune who you're following, what information you're taking in, what posts you're liking and saving, because more of that shit is going to come up. So if you're bringing in the negative side of social media, it's going it's to keep being negative. Whereas if you get rid of those accounts and start following people that are going to bring a little bit more of the positive side of stuff, then it can be a really great tool. But yeah, I do feel sorry for the younger generation because we just didn't have that to contend with. If you didn't want to see all that shit, you'd just not buy the magazine.
0: I was about to say, you wouldn't go down that aisle. Yeah. You'd be like, nope, not today. Yeah, exactly. Whereas now I feel like... You've got no choice. They live, they breathe, it's there.
1: Unfortunately, yeah. And it's... It's one of those, isn't it? Like, inspirational-wise. Great. Great. Great to see, like, a circuit workout or any type of workout you could do. But also, like, depending on your goals... Say so, like if you that wanted work, exactly please. like I, we've had this conversation yeah. before, haven't we? Where our tribe kind of you kind of outgrew it because
0: I absolutely love it. It wasn't
1: going to fit your goal anymore. Yeah. To to get the goal that you wanted, you needed to go more into strength training yeah. and building, like yeah, yeah, building your strength and you don't necessarily need to be doing all these. I won't mention any names, but you don't need to be doing these whack exercises that just stick to your reverse lunge and your overhead press yeah. and your squat and your deadlift and your chest press. Going back press. to the basics. Basics, it's boring as fuck. It's not sexy, <laughs> but it fucking works. It works, but yeah. you've got all these people posting
0: these whack workouts. I remember when I sent you one, actually. I was like, get I, rid of it. And there was that guy like hung and then that girl was like slapping, slapping him yeah. with, his, with, with her leg and I was like... If I was to see this in
1: the gym, but that is to generate engagement. Yeah, there's a purpose for that, yeah. isn't there? And this is the same thing. Like, would you <laughs> if, <laughs> imagine me telling my clients to do a dead hang and I'm there, like drop kicking them in the abs? <laughs>
0: They'd never come die. back to me. They'd be like,
1: this "Why PT's do we need to be win. doing that?"
0: It's
1: so <laughs> <laughs> like that is to create the hook and that is to get them yeah. watching the rest of their content. And it's clever. It's clever marketing, it but. Is. It's not necessarily what we need
0: to be seeing. (laughs) Just advise me on what's good and then I'll take over. Oh, you're very knowledgeable. I'll give you a follow-up. I don't sometimes need that extra Mm. level. Like, it's funny. But also, I don't want to be walking into my local gym and seeing people doing that. (laughs) No. (laughs) Like, what is the need? I think the
1: thing is with social media as well is, like, you're always going to do well at it. If you're authentic, and yeah. I think there's a lot of people out there that are trying to be somebody else, they're trying to give the same content as somebody else, or they're trying to do like the same thing as somebody else. Yeah. yeah, and it's never—it's if it's not authentic, it's never going to work for you. People, you people are just going to be able to see right through it.
0: And also, you're not going to be—it's not going to be sustainable. You're no. not going to be able to carry on driving that because you're finding it exhausting. Yeah. because it's not it's what not you your actually work. Want to work. Yeah,
1: absolutely. But yeah. It's it's a tough one, but I would probably say go through... I go through, like, every couple of months and just delete people that I don't want to be following anymore. I don't follow influencers. The only people that I follow is, like, Grace Beverly. Oh, jam. Like, people that you truly, yeah. truly fucking believe in. Yeah. Like, the girls laugh at me at work because they're like, oh, my God, Holly B. Fit is just... a." broken up with a boyfriend and i'm like who's that (laughs) i don't know who that is like if you're not my friend i don't know you i'm not following you like i don't i just don't get myself involved in it for that reason like i don't want to i don't want to compare my body to hers i don't want to compare my workouts to hers my journey to hers everyone is different yeah i'm just not going to make i'm just not going to consume that type of content
0: so this is what I'm also going to ask you. Like, Have you ever felt intimidated in that in that space that you work in?
1: A hundred percent. I've felt intimidated and I also get gym anxiety. Okay. Like what I've been training now for like 13 years. Wow. And still get anxiety if I step into a different environment that I in don't. Yeah, that I don't know. New gym. Like, I'm Whoa. sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know where the toilets are. I'm not going. Yeah. <laughs> Shit like that. I, I don't really know where the. Really? But I'm not. Don't going. know where the changing rooms are. I don't want to ask. Yeah. So I'm not going.
0: Not like, lie, I was in a gym once and I asked. It was my first time going into that new gym. And yeah. I was like, ooh, 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 okay. I've yeah, hyping yourself up. Went over to the little desk and was like, "Hey, like, first time. Like, where's the changing rooms? They looked at me like a piece of shit on their shoe. Yeah, no. I'm you not... didn't make me feel comfortable as soon as I walked in there. You actually should be thankful I walked back mm. in because something like that back in the day would have made me go. Yeah, yeah. I'm going in there just changing moves. Yeah. I'm not getting changed. I'm just walking straight out. Now
1: I think we can differentiate between if I always think if because I've walked past girls in the gym that look at me like a piece of shit on their shoe, and I'm like, that's a reflection on you, yeah. nothing to do with me. But back in the day, I didn't know i haven't done the work on myself so i would have been like oh my god she thinks like my shorts are shit or like
0: i was just about to say that like i'm I'm, not wearing the right gym attire she thinks i'm
1: fat or she thinks like oh what's what's wrong with my hair yeah
0: why have i got no makeup on (laughs) it's a
1: reflection (laughs) on them so the one thing that i can say is if anyone is rude to you in the gym it's a them issue it's got fuck all to do with you it's a them issue but, yeah, I've had loads of instances where I had this little, little girl... Well, not little girl. Little girl. <laughs> little girl. Little girl. girl. There's a uh, little woman in... Um, there's a, a pure gym in town. Um, and she came over to me and my friend uninvited... And fair enough. Like I'm, I'm all here for a little conversation, a little smile. If you walk past anyone in the gym that doesn't really look comfortable, give them a smile. Like, talk to them. Yeah. What you training today? Like, anything. But she came over uninvited, and asked me and my friend what our goals
0: were. Oh, I remember you saying this. Yeah. Actually.
1: And I was like, "Oh, well, we don't really have like a goal right now. We're just working on like building our strength or whatever." And she was like, um, "I mean, carry on lifting. I think we were like single arm rowing like uh, 15 kg." And she was like, "I mean, if you want to look like the Hulk, carry on." And I was like, "I do. Thank you very much. I, yeah, I'll fucking I do."
0: Turn green. Thank you very much. <laughs> <gonna> Turn <take> <laughs> green right now if you don't walk away. <laughs> Steve, it's coming out of the A S Fun move. But
1: I was kind of like, "Okay, thank you for the advice." And she was like, "Um, trying to tell us how to train. And I was like, "If I've not asked you, then please don't get involved." And then she walked over to the corner of the room after like harassing us for got fifteen minutes. Kgs. got her two kgs, got her like Bosu ball of course she did, and started doing like little ab crunches <laughs> off her, and I was like, "That's fine. Like she was literally nothing on her. She looked like her old school Pilates teacher, yeah. you know, from like like jazzercise. Yeah, something. like that kind of thing. Yeah. Which fair, that's what you've grown up with. There was nothing on her, so obviously that was her goal. Yeah, not my goal. Like if we've got completely different goals, please don't tell me how to train. Like she didn't know I was a qualified personal trainer. I've been doing say, this shit though, for fifteen years. Like,
0: have you ever wanted to turn around to someone and say that? Like, I'm busy
1: i never do i never do i'm just like okay thank you very much like appreciate your advice but don't like don't carry on this none of your business like i'll see someone doing some mad shit in the corner
0: <laughs> you're like where have they even seen that? i'm like whoa okay
1: probably instagram <laughs> but i don't go over and get involved yeah because nine times out of ten, it's not welcome. If someone asks you, like if, so if you're doing a, an exercise and someone comes over and says, oh my God, I've never done that before, can you show me? Absolutely. But I'm not going to go over and be like, babe, she's going to put you back out. <laughs> <laughs> you just want just to
0: go from the hips. Yeah.
1: Like, I would never, because it's not welcome. Yeah. But yeah, I've all, I've, I always feel intimidated in a commercial gym always I just don't train in them anymore oh, wow. so I train in a private gym where I train my clients yeah um and 9 times out of 10 it's just me in there cuz I can I'm lucky enough that I can train during the day, day. where it's whatever time I want in between clients 9 times out of 10 it's like 10 a.m. which yeah, so it's is peaceful. it's dead anyway um I but I just can not I know my i my just busy at is that it? Time.
0: like 70 people in there I'm like
1: have you got one of those apps where you can check how yeah. many? Oh, I loved that feature! Yeah.
0: And I'm like, twenty people. I'll go now. Yeah, like freaking in my car, like zooming down. I the used room. to go to
1: the one in um, spinning fields and I would literally go on and be like, seventy people. Absolutely no. not. See you later. I go for her, a I'm run. Like Sixty-eight.
0: <laughs> I can't die. Yeah, but I'm also like, what are all of you doing here at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday? Yeah. Do you not have jobs? <laughs> 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 Let's be there like Hi. <laughs> don't ask me the same thing, but like what are all you, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah I think I feel yeah intimidated, and I just don't like people yeah. when I'm not
0: there training, like how did you find guys like, oh my God, in a gym, do you think that also puts women off going, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, short answer, <laughs> yeah. Um I've got women who still call it the guys' room. Okay. Like free weights room. Yeah. The the men's room. I'm like, babes, you have every right to be there.
0: Not gonna lie, you were the first person that got me into like the free weights and like the squat you and this welcome. And the other. Because I like, I I don't if, yeah. have I went into that little move area where you just pick your little yeah. and you stay there with a little mm-hmm. mat.
1: I've had online clients where I've had to specifically program a workout for them where i can say right get two dumbbells get yourself a mat yeah get in the corner find yourself a space where you can just stay for this whole 45 seconds 45 (laughs) seconds imagine 45 minute (laughs) hit me up (laughs) 45 minute workout and you don't have to move and then they will literally put that mat away put the dumbbells back on the rack and get out of there <laughs> Leave. but if that's where you've got to start go for it like there's no harm in that but then I would then six weeks down the line be like okay we're gonna go and use a bench today so you're gonna do a little bit on the floor but then we're gonna go and find a bench and all you need to do is one exercise in that room and then you can bolt and then after that they're like okay this isn't that bad but you do get guys coming up like i've had a friend who was in a gym a 24-hour gym and she was cabin crew at the time yeah so she was in there like two o'clock in the morning like a really rogue time um and it was her and this guy in the gym mm-hmm. there were no members of staff there because it's just one of those codes that you just let yourself in yeah this guy came up to her and said did you realize we're the only two people in her and I was like, "Well, creepy.
0: didn't? But, but no y- I didn't. you probably do now.
1: <laughs> that, that's creepy. Don't do that. Yeah, no, don't do You've that. Made that person. Yeah, before. I don't
0: want to do my workout she, now because he's watching me. She
1: never went back.
0: To that gym? Yeah,
1: never, never went back. So that might just be a joke to you. Yeah, or but, that might
0: be you being like, ha, we're the only two people Yeah, here.
1: but you can kind of gauge the vibe, cut you in, in someone's tone of voice or yeah. facial expressions or body language and. She was like, I didn't feel safe, bolted, never went back. I was like, that's so sad. So sad. So I think, yeah, you can, it's very very easy, especially for a woman to get intimidated mm. in a gym. Not just by men, by women as well.
0: Yeah, 100% I was going to say that. It's not yeah, just unfortunately.
1: Yeah, it's It's women as well. Um, I've had guys ask if they want to put, if they want me to put my weights back for me. I'm like, no
0: honey i put them on here in the first place i've just hit them them.
1: yeah (laughs) i can pull them back yeah yeah. um and now i've been doing the work and understand that little bit of like feminine and masculine energy yeah and now i'm like oh my god yeah that would be amazing thank you so much because nine times out of ten they're only trying to help yeah but (laughs) the ego in me is like bitch god uh, who do you think yeah. i am like... so i think i mean this is a controversial comment so fair like you are an independent woman yeah you don't need no man and i'm very much an advocate for that but at the same time like if they're a nice person yeah. they're not just trying to hit on you or if you want them to hit on you nine times out of ten it's just a little bit of a kind gesture but you will be able to tell. But don't always just jump to the conclusion that they're a creep, they're a weirdo, like because this again is what makes that gym environment such an unfriendly yeah. place. I don't yeah. get your back up. So not gonna lie, quickly. I go in there,
0: don't speak to a single soul. Mm. Like, don't make eye contact with me. Yeah, I'm in there to get my but shit done. That... do leave. But that's like, yeah, me. yeah. But sometimes, like, I'll go in there and be like, give some people a little mm. bit of eye contact. But also, if you came over to speak to me, I'd be like, "Yeah, whoa, yeah." But that's because I think that's the space that's now mm-hmm. been created massively. I used
1: to um, everyone's
0: in there, headphones on. Yeah, to I used me, to work at the
1: at the Y Club in Manchester. So the Y Club is um, the old YMCA. It was in Peter Street in Manchester, like this huge, huge. It was like the first fitness club that first health club they moved from Peter's St Peter's to Castlefield but it was still the long-standing members so you had like the likes of Ken Sharples still getting about on Manchester Canals with his mate Alan like trotting around (laughs) they were like 80 going on 90 years old but that's who I started my training journey with so I'm used to having Little conversations here and there. Like guys will come up to like all men will come up to me because obviously I work there, so they're gonna be like, "Oh hi Vic, like how's your training going?" I'm like, ninety minutes later, I'm like, "Still not going." <laughs> I'm like, "Graham, I gotta go." <laughs> so that's how I kind of started it. Yeah. So yeah, it's just. For those people, and for a lot of people, it's also a social aspect.
0: So if someone's coming over and and trying to
1: talk to you, just engage in a conversation. If they're creepy, you have (laughs) the right to say, I'm going to... Bounce. Yeah. Help. Yeah.
0: Help. (laughs) Go to the desk and ask (laughs) for Annabelle. (laughs) Go into the back of the toilet and see which name it says this time. (laughs) Yeah, like...
1: There's there's a time and a place, isn't there? But I think I used to literally go on in like baggy t shirts, joggers, I'm headphones no makeup, on.
0: Greasy hair, straight back. Yeah. I'm not the I, makeup
1: done yeah.
0: best set.
1: <laughs> no, I'm Could not I'm me. not a Gym Shark hun.
0: Could never be me.
1: I mean I've got a little bit more that way because I think a banging set can also oh, make you feel yeah. incredible. Yeah. It can be the difference sometimes in you going and not going. Like it can make that much of an impact. Like if you've got a nice set on, or you feel hot in a set, you can go and have a banging bit of session. You like, oh, yeah, okay. literally. Like you feel ten ten, <laughs> you'll get a ten ten workout, yeah. whether you 100%. want it to go or not. Like put a good set on and go and do your shit. But then there are also days, like first A.E. period, or you're just not feeling that sociable. Are you going through something personal where you just want to put like hoodie? Yeah. headphones joggers put your head down and just lift some heavy shit yeah. and put it back down again and leave and that leave holds up.
0: it's not yeah
1: so also like if you see somebody else doing that it's probably a sign not to go
0: over and talk yeah. to them also have the respect of not judging people i mm-hmm. think this is also a big thing i think a lot of women probably in if we're generalizing mm-hmm. um think they're being looked at this was a yeah. huge thing for me and the whereas world now... doesn't revolve around <laughs> you <laughs> whereas now i'm like no one's looking at you genuinely no one gives a shit now, no one no one gives a is shit looking at you. no they're just not that's the thing i've learned and like, if they no are cares.
1: it's probably not a bad thing they're probably thinking that your ass looks banging in your shorts <laughs> yeah
0: or they're like fucking hell like,
1: that and that is also a reflection on how you view yourself as a yeah. person like if you see someone looking at you just flip the fucking switch strive
0: yeah what i try to do like i will strut to my next area in the gym mm.
1: i'll give them something to look at be like i don't care anymore <laughs> i
0: don't care yeah you be there you're there to have a good session yeah. yourself don't let Absolutely. someone else bring you down.
1: When I went on a I went on a solo holiday to Greece in yeah you did for my thirtieth, um, and I wore this little dress. Apparently, it went viral on TikTok. Don't know.
0: You did?
1: Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> the dress. I was did. like, girl, you never told me that. <laughs> <laughs> the dress did, Molly. <laughs> but I didn't know. I just bought it. I can't remember where I bought it from. It was like quite a cheap dress. Um, and I wore it on holiday took myself out for a solo meal and it was like my first one and there was a group over the other side of the restaurant this was like a really daunting thing for me anyway because I went this was like my first evening meal on my own I'd never took myself to a restaurant before like coffee shops Yeah, yeah that. brunch yeah but evening meal in a a different country where I can't speak the language I'm (laughs) on my own, I'm sober at this point, it was a huge huge moment so I'm sat there in my little dress the guys handed me a wine menu and I was like no no just an alcohol free Heineken please, please. (laughs) your Mojito I'm (laughs) a Heineken (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's why we work that's why we work (laughs) there's two types of girls people we're spiritually connected (laughs)
1: not on drinks um but yeah so i'm sat there i get up because obviously it's like a self-serve get up walk across the restaurant and there's like a table of four girls who could be my age could be a little bit younger um and they literally do this
0: oh that's the word that's the word lean
1: back in their chair like to watch me walk past and i was like Oh my, oh my god. Old my me <laughs> old me would have been like, my fucking dress is tucked to my knickers. Yeah, like my ass is out. <laughs> and I was like, This dress went viral on TikTok. <laughs> I was like, they're probably just looking at the admiring dress. my dress. Even if they weren't, tell yourself that fucking yeah. story. Yeah. What is the point in like your brain going in the opposite direction yeah. and saying, Oh my god, my dress is tucked in my knickers or they don't <laughs> like my dress or they think i'm weird because i'm sat on my own or they think i'm weird because i'm in another country on my own
0: so fucking what i've had that actually where you're never gonna
1: see him again yeah you you actually
0: aren't and i wish i'd told myself yeah that. at one point i remember going into this restaurant bearing in mind two times before this i think i tried two different restaurants um as in london and they're like table for one was like yeah table for one yeah no we have not got that tried another restaurant they did it again and i was like oh my god this is so bad like why am i doing this on my own this and the other third time was a charm got in somewhere but the two people next to me definitely definitely thought i had been stood up a hundred percent but it's also that case of I didn't let that show no. to me. I got out. I was reading. I was looking through the window. Yeah, you can't let that stop you doing things. No. It, it, and it's also a case of if nobody wants to go with you or do something with yeah, you, don't stop, stop yourself. From, yeah,
1: for somebody else to come with you. Whereas
0: if you feel comfortable, let's say in the gym atmosphere, like oh, I have to go with someone. Mm. No, like. Put your music in. Put and your big girl pants on. That can be someone. Yeah. Listen to a podcast. Yeah. Having someone speak down your ear. Yeah. That is someone. Mm-hmm. Just go in there, do your shit, and I'll promise yeah. you, you'll feel so much better 100%. after
1: it for doing it for yourself. 100%. I mean, in the first part of your journey, if you can go with someone and you're just starting your fitness journey, then fair. But don't let it be. Barrier in your like journey. Like, you're not going to get anywhere if you're completely waiting for somebody else to come with you. Like, just there are loads of different things that you can do. Like you said podcast, headphones, there's loads, but just kind of get yourself, do whatever you have to do to feel comfortable to take that step. Like, it's so important because just be your own gym partner, be your own best friend. That's basically what we've both worked on this year, isn't it? And it's 100%. so hard to do. Like, it's took it's me the a whole year thing. Yeah. to think, like, okay, bitch, like, you're my bestie. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. So hard to do. But honestly, it changed your fucking life. It will
0: change your life. So, speaking of change, like, if there's one thing you could change in the whole, let's say, gym culture, what mm-hmm. would it be and why? For me,
1: Like imagine a world where women weren't introduced to fitness and moving your body as a way to make yourself smaller. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Like it's just not a world that we live in. Yeah. Like it's it's just not a world that we live in. And for me, that is what I'm on a mission to change. I don't want girls to just go to the gym because they want a smaller waist or a smaller thigh or the smaller belly i don't want them to necessarily have to do it bec- or want to do it because they want to make themselves smaller yeah like stop thinking about what you can lose mm-hmm. and start thinking about what you can gain like strength confidence body positivity empowerment there's so much that you can gain rather than thinking about what you need to take away and what you need to lose so for me it's yeah it's just changing women's mindsets around why we're introduced to fitness as a whole in the first place like strength for your muscles mobility for your joints cardio for your heart not to lose all this weight it's not gonna make you happy in the long run anyway so
0: yeah I that's really like that. what
1: i want to change
0: yeah and to finish off then like how do you see the future of your business looking um and yourself
1: for myself I kind of want to just carry on on the path that I'm going and I feel like for the first time in years I'm heading on the right path I'm on the path I want to be on and I just want to keep rolling with it now um I think I've gone from You've learnt a lot. I've learned a lot. I went self-employed like three weeks before lockdown. Um, which in the grand scheme of things was what? Like three three years, three ago? years ago? Yeah, three years nah. Fucking <laughs> hell. Three years ago. Um went self employed three weeks before. And I went to a private space. I was basically being told how to run my business it wasn't necessarily aligning with what I I wanted to do um and I was like putting women on the scales every week at the start of their sessions and I Mm -hmm. was like I'm reminding myself of my mum in those classes that I'm putting these women on scales that I it's not something that I believe in so why am I doing it and it's because they wanted to do it so but I couldn't get through to them that this was not the thing to be doing, and no wonder because I was still letting them do it. So I've learned a lot, but I think I've also got clients now that align with who I want to be as a coach.
0: Like, like your ethics and ethos.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be a weight loss coach because that's not why I train. Um, but again, like be authentic, and you'll attract the right people. Um, so yeah, I think it's just a case of keep shouting about it, keep shouting about the message that I want to put across to women keep helping as many women as I can um, and obviously with the new academy I'll be able to do that on a larger scale
0: And I knew I was going to say that was the last one <laughs> um, what's okay, shoot me <laughs> another one We're about to go into the pretty much well, we're in the new year mm-hmm. now um, what is something you'd love to say to those people that female male um whatever you identify as Mm -hmm. um what is something you'd like to say that to help people that might feel like they're stopping themselves from their best journey of whether it be the gym whether it be health whether it be lifestyle what is something you'd like to share with them I think for me,
1: the the thing that I've learned the most this year is, like we said before, just like tapping into who you are, what you believe in, what are your values, like get to know yourself. It's going to help you massively in any area of your life. Like if you're not, if you don't know what your values are, how do you know that you're living in accordance to those values? Because if you're not, you're not going to be happy. You're not going to be fulfilled. You're on the wrong path. But you're not going to know that you're on the wrong path until you figure out what your values Mm. actually are. And I think there's a lot of people that are just so disconnected to themselves, to their emotions, to their belief systems. You just get to know yourself. Like, do the work. Whether that's hiring a coach, whether that's, like, learning to journal. You don't necessarily need to do it all in one go because you're going to get overwhelmed. But I think... Figure out in every aspect of your life what it is that you want to work on. Whether it's health, whether it's family, relationships. Yeah, just kind of take it step by step and day by day. But you've got to get a deeper connection with yourself.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being this Thank you, you for having episode. me. I love that. I love that so much. I feel like that'll help a lot of people because a lot of people i think will be be of that mindset mm-hmm. of the previous mindsets that we've been or that we've shared and that we've mm-hmm. had and yeah it was nice to actually have this conversation recorded yeah. um for people to listen to so thank you so much for being on this thank you episode. for having me loved it thank you so much for listening everyone and yeah we'll see you next week for another episode take care